shared out to all these social platforms so we can possibly get a few listeners in here. Today we're going to talk about the return of the plague. I think it's a very important topic with the rise of the homeless epidemic. It's very interesting you're seeing the rise of the plague again in these major metropolitans. So, with the disaster of the homeless crisis, we are also going to be dealing with this disastrous effect that comes with it about the plague. You know, Los Angeles over there on Skid Row, they have this god-awful thing going on with the homeless. And I'm telling you, we've got to start really discussing these issues. You've got the homeless situation down there where once in a while the city drives through and they pressure wash everything. Anything in its way gets thrown in the garbage and then it gets pressure washed. And then all the homeless people roll their tents and their belongings right back onto the street. It's like a orderly detail now. You're going to see a lot of rise in these old plague and epidemics, these disastrous things that come with uncleanliness and unwillingness to do or say anything about these things. We really have to start talking about issues like this. You can go over to deadamerica.website and I have a little link that will give you uh, access to a plague.pdf that Los Angeles actually put out. And it discusses what you can do to avoid the plague. And when you have the CDC and these government entities putting out warnings, you'd better start thinking about it. It's a beautiful Saturday morning here in the Klamath Basin in Southern Oregon. And I live close to that California borderline. And a lot of that activity and that plague onset is close to my back door. I don't like it. We have brilliant people out there and they've discovered how to take care of these things and our own ignorance is allowing these things to dribble back into society. It's a detriment and we have to get a grip on it. So I'm going to put a link here in the chat to our website. Not good to have dead air. But anyway, you can go to deadamerica.website and check out some of the things over there. We are going to be doing a Monday through Friday morning talk show. We're going to discuss some of the things like the plague, the homeless situation, the out-of-control politics, 
there is so much going on in America and around the world that we have to get grips on. Matthew, welcome to the room. We're talking about the plague and the rise of the plague and all of these old time disastrous diseases that are coming back to life in places like Los Angeles and all the major metropolitans. So once, once we see the onset of things like this, we really have to start looking at ways to control them early before it gets out of control. And really, I think the plague is one of those things that can get out of control pretty quick. You know, it's spread through squirrels, uh, mice, rodents, and coyotes. There is so much can spread this disease. We really have to get great minds tackling this pretty quick or else it's going to get worse. And if you have noticed Skid Row in Los Angeles, this is disastrous. This is where breeding grounds for the plague and diseases like listeria, botulism, all of these things that are due to uncleanliness and lack of thinking. We live in a society that is so fast-paced anymore that nobody stops to think about the simple things. Clean living environments. Sanitation. It's important. So, it's time to get out of those cities. If you have a thought process at all, you can see how quick these things get out of control by history. And it's time for people to start thinking about it because death occurs rapidly. And when the plague hits, it's going to hit hard. And you can understand there are a lot of things that can go wrong in society. And it always happens in the big major cities. This is a breeding ground. And then with today's onset of technology and transportation, you can get across the world so quick now. And these things can spread before people even realize it. It's time to start thinking. Time to start getting a control mechanism on this homeless population. Welcome to the show, F to the U to the C to the K. It's good to see you. We're talking about the plague issue and the rise in the disease in these major cities like Los Angeles on Skid Row. Uh, over on deadamerica.website, you can find a link to my media fire and I put a plague.pdf that Los Angeles put out about how to protect yourself against the plague. And it is time to start thinking about these things and venereal diseases. You know, these old 
things are starting to come back and are effective means of protection like antibiotics. These are not working as well nowadays. It could be to do with meat consumption and the growing population of unvaccinated children. Well, yeah, it could be. You know, I don't know. I know that the plague is due to uncleanliness and you've got to control how and why these things occur. There's a lot of factors involved in our society today, you know, like our sewer system. It was one of the best inventions when when that came about. And we were able to control our sewer system, the way we dispose of our uh, own human waste, the dead bodies, how, how we get rid of the dead bodies, either burning them or burying them. You know, our society is so smart now that we tend to lack just fundamental common sense and that's scary sometimes so we we want to control as much as possible but it starts at home and understanding how to keep your own property clean and free from rodents i live in the forest and it's really hard to control rodent out here because we have squirrels and coyotes and these wild animals, they spread disease pretty rapidly also out here in the forest. So we have to understand the way we think and the way we interact. It's pretty deadly at times and it's getting worse. And people, they clean themselves so often with like these hand sanitizers and uh, bleach and all of these antibacterials, it is getting to the point where these pathogens and bacterias are actually getting smart and staying alive. F to the U to the C to the K says, I live in the middle of a big city and I always make sure everywhere I go, I take hand sanitizer. They become resistant. Yes. And, and you know, now I, I have a fear that the further we go down this road, that these hand sanitizers are going to stop being effective also. So I think the best way to fight these is to have a very strong antibody system. And that means your your system has to be able to fight these with natural antibodies that the body produces. Yeah, it can be pretty scary, that's for sure. So now these these pathogen growths I, I worked for a long time in food production, uh, cannery, 
where we actually canned seafood and I was put through the training to supervise the canning production and I got to that position, but I started on cleanup crew with this particular company. And by starting on the cleanup crew of this production company, food processing, I was able to see on the front line just how common it is for humans to lack responsibility when it comes to producing food for others. It can be pretty scary. You know, you never know what happens in the back room at that restaurant, at a carnival, all of these Carmeled apples, the popcorn, all of these foods that you consume through food carts. The lack of responsibility and the will for people to care about one another. It's starting to grow to a rate that you've got to start thinking about these things. People don't care anymore. And if the care is not there. The disease and epidemic is going to rise in our nation and around the world. It's kind of scary what's going on in the world, that's for sure. This is just another little test cast before I start the daily cast. So I am going to be ending this one pretty soon. I am almost at the 15-minute mark. F to the U to the C to the K says, almost everything I eat is from KFC, which is one, probably not the cleanest place, and two, all the meat is pumped full of chemicals. That's very true. Yeah, at least you're eating chicken. <laughs> uh, Meats, you know, that's a good uh, discussion of topic right there, what we consume in our body. Recently, my wife and myself, we have altered our diet tremendously. I was to the point where I was pushing that 300 mark on a five foot five frame, and that BMI index told me, Well, you're pretty obese, dude. It's time to get a grip on yourself. And the extra weight on my broken up back, well, I could start really feeling the extra weight. So me and my wife decided to really start understanding health and what you have to put in your body. And I'll tell you, these calorie counts matter. The more greens that you can consume, that is Awesome that you can get off of meat as much as possible. Get off of meat and consume fresh, wholesome foods, real foods, uh, live foods. These are the things that are going to save you and make you really feel better. And I can really tell you this for sure. 
I used to eat McDonald's. I used to eat KFC. I used to eat all of those fast foods because I didn't have time to worry about my health. Well, now that I'm up in my age, I want to live longer. I want to spread prosperity in any way I can. And health is very important. And you are only 18 F to the U to the C to the K. So if you start thinking now about your health and start consuming good healthy foods, start watching that BMI index and that calorie count, you're going to live so much longer. You're going to have a lifespan that is not riddled with disease and uh, these burdens of pain. I live with chronic pain because of my issues and it's not something to take lightly. And if you can start thinking early about that, that is the time to do it. F to the U to the C to the K says in the chat, true, I would be vegetarian because it is healthier, but I'm a solid 210 and I'm five foot seven. Well, that sounds all right. That's a good, good solid frame. It kind of gets harder to do, especially since I don't make much money. I have hip problems and a mild binge eating disorder. Yeah, that I I was there also. Now, myself, I don't make a lot of money. I'm not rich. I don't uh, try to be rich. I don't care if I'm rich. I just want to be happy, healthy and happy. That's, that's the main thing in life. So I started consuming what they call organic greenies and protein. And I use vegetable protein, not soy. I use pro, uh, pea protein And I consume fresh vegetables. Well, they're frozen. Excuse me. They're freshly frozen vegetables. During season, I try to consume as much green and just natural organic foods as possible. We are down to eating only basically chicken. Um, That red meat really destroys you. And it gives your internal system, your uh, visceral side of your body, a bad rap. So it's, it's interesting. The older you get, you have to learn how to be more fruitful with your foods. So I use basically smoothies. I bought a neutral bullet and a good blender and I put all of my protein powders I use uh, about a quarter cup of coconut a quarter cup of almonds I use a scoop of greenies a scoop of protein powder pea protein powder and then I top it off with whatever I choose that day, either fruits or vegetables. And 
then I need a little extra pump by some green coffee extract. And that's to help with my energy and my weight control. And that really changed my weight problem, you know, because I was really getting out of control. And it's important to understand if you can control that weight and that eating disorder, you're going to feel a lot better. Uh, let's go back to the chat here. I wouldn't want to blame my parents, but my mother's consistent harassment just makes it hell. Yes, that can be very disorderly and disruptive in one's life. And you've got to be able to uh, adjust yourself and understand generational problems exist. And we've got to be able to understand one another. Like we were talking about the other day, empathy on parents. Parents, they really have a hard job. And in today's world, there's so much judgment amongst everybody. It just makes it hard on the family in general. So we have to be Understanding everybody has problems and their problems make them grumpy people. So it says on the chat, uh, F to the U to the C to the K says she uses nicknames for me, such as Piggy and Fatso. And I just don't think she understands how it gets to me. That's that's very interesting um, for a parent to actually want to degrade their own child. I, I have compassion for you. Uh, I understand how that feels degrading, and you know maybe maybe the best way to do it is possibly write a letter and ask those questions of your mom why why you feel that you have to call me names because it really degrades me and you should uplift me instead of degrade me uh there are problems within every family and you have to be able to talk to your parents and a lot of them don't like listening because you're their child, but still you should put that out on the table. You need to, if, if it's going to be a combative situation, write a letter and make it clear and precise. And that way you get your point across without the combative uh, comebacks during a regular discussion. That way you can actually get all of your point out and, and you can actually get your point heard. Because even though you're younger than them, 
you still have the right to be heard. Welcome to the room, Bart. We're just actually having a discussion. But anyway, yes, it's it's hard to be young and grow up. 18 is the beginning, you know, and when you start a new life at 18, it can be some of the hardest. But always uh, try to be respectful and non-combative, but be precise and direct in your feelings because those have to be addressed. And the quicker and the earlier you can address those in a proper manner to your parents, the better your relationship can get quicker. And and being able to stand up for yourself without just harassing your parents. I, I had fist fights with my stepfather and, you know, there there's always going to be that combative side to uh, a young man and the parents. But we need to start building family ties more and we need to start being able to talk to one another and stop degrading each other just because uh, life is hard enough. We don't need our parents degrading us and we don't need to disrespect our parents at the same time. We need to learn to get involved. Back in the day, my mom and my dad used to take us to the park every weekend, play baseball. But still, we were put in our place. We were not allowed at the big boy table, per se. And it wasn't until you became of age and was able to address them and let them know, hey, I do have these feelings and they do affect me in this manner. They saw that I was growing up and things start changing. Don't be afraid to address your problems with your parents. So let's go back to the chat for a minute. I get sad. I eat. She wants me to be big, strong guy who gets all the ladies, but I'm not like that. And I think that she thinks I w- it will make me lose weight. That, I really understand you, my friend, being gay, and this is one of the hardest issues in a family, especially if if the family doesn't agree with that lifestyle. I, I myself, I would never like to feel the way that you are probably feeling right now. I cannot feel that way, so it's hard for me to empathize fully with you, but I do empathize because I had that disrespect in my life from teachers, number one, and just family in general. They can be disruptive to one's life, but you've got to feel that you are who you are no matter 
what anybody else thinks about you. You live for who you are and what you are and build off of that. Educate yourself about things that you like and challenge yourself about the things that you don't like. This makes a well-rounded person and a lot of people don't challenge themselves. They want to stay inside the box that was made for them. Discover who you are and be who you want to be. It may not be right, but you're going to be the one responsible for that, not somebody else. And who is anybody else to say what is right for you? That's, that's not a good way to be in life. I don't agree with a lot of people, but I can't make up people's minds for them. So the moment we stop worrying about trying to change other people and just live for who we truly are and spread as much awareness and educate as many as possible, that's when the life of many gets better. So awareness, education, and make sure you learn to communicate effective. That's a big one. Be able to communicate with the ones you love the most and set boundaries. Boundaries are very important. Let's go to the chat. F to the U to the C to the K. Everyone can be who they want, but that shouldn't hurt other people and claim it is just their personality, I guess. Well, yeah, well, this, this is the part. You have to surround your people, or excuse me, you have to surround yourself with people that are going to accept you for who and what you are. But you don't want to just surround yourself with yes people. You want friends that will challenge you. You want friends that will actually speak up and say, hey, maybe that's not a good idea. A lot of us, when we are told that's not a good idea, we want to rebel. We want to run as far away from that no as possible. So you want to surround yourself with yes, realistic friends that are not afraid to challenge you and the most important thing, surround yourself with people that respect you. Set boundaries for yourself with everybody and everything you do. Uh, that goes back to our food discussion earlier. Boundaries. Boundaries in your life is so important. Anyway, I've got to wrap this one up today. We've got to start talking. 
Let's get people involved. Drag them in here. We, we love discussion. We are open to any discussion. And the more people that open themselves up to pure discussion, either a monologue or dialogue, either way, it doesn't matter. People just need to start talking. Get on the microphone. Get a podcast going. Speaking of podcasting, I've been podcasting for a while, and a lot of companies out there, they will sell you whatever they can to get your money and tell you whatever they can to get your money. A podcasting host company called Castos, I highly recommend. I don't sell a lot on the internet because a lot of companies just, they don't meet up to my expectations. But Castos, Craig, this man is an honest man. This man gets business done the right way and he does not BS you. I recommend Castos Hosting 110%. If you have a podcast, get a WordPress site. You simply uh, uh, Castos. They have a, a plug-in for WordPress, and they have hosting that backs it. Get your voice out. That's the point. And podcasting is a great way to do it. I highly recommend Castos. And this is a non-paid ad. This is just off the fly. Get your voice out. Start talking. Drag people into the discussions. And start joining us when you see us live. I'm Ed Waters. Thanks for joining us. And our special thanks goes out to F to the U to the C to the K for joining us. You enjoy your day also. Thank you.